Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. As always, I'm your host, Justin Michael, and we're going to talk you know about a couple of different things today. going to briefly talk about basketball. going to dive into the Super League a little bit here at the beginning just to get my thoughts on greedy ownership and you know how it impacts sports fandom all that but mostly we're going to be talking about this defensive back situation again because this is this is getting absolutely wild guys i've never i've never seen about half of a position room leave within about a week and that's that's the territory we're approaching here with csu football i mean they have such little depth at corner uh, Keevan Bailey announced he is entering the transfer portal yesterday. This morning, Lathan Adams announced he's entering the transfer portal as well. Brutal. Brutal. I mean, Lathan is one of the dudes that I highlighted yesterday as a guy that they're going to need to step up given that depth was already thin. Now they're losing him too. Man, it's it's just chaos. We're going to dive into all that. Uh, before we do, you know, sure you're probably hearing how great these mortgage rates are right now. Mike and Virginia Chevalier, they are not just your typical mortgage company. They've got phenomenal rates, but really what makes them different is Mike is a certified financial planner. He looks at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. They're a small, family-owned company, so you'll always feel like a person, not a number. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com, and you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, though, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. If you've gone through the loan process before and you're thinking to yourself, Justin, that sounds miserable. I'd rather go get a root canal or a colonoscopy or just something miserable. I get it because normally it sucks. It's miserable. It's frustrating. Mike and Virginia, they're the best. They're going to make it simple, smooth, and it's just going to be nice and convenient because they're family owned and you can trust them. Gotta love that. Visit dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat. Or you can call Mike directly at 970-412-2472. That's 970-412-2472. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. So like I said, we're going to talk, you know, this defensive back situation ad nauseum. Uh, Before I get into that, though, I just kind of wanted to briefly give a couple of thoughts on this Super League situation. Wild. I mean, it was crazy how fast this whole thing seemingly fell apart. But it's it's just cool to see the fans have some power and, you know, making their voice heard and 
and just telling, you know, these billionaire owners that it's that it's BS that they're trying to, you know, crap all over a hundred plus years worth of tradition and history and everything that makes sports special. I mean, I talk about this all the time with college sports. Yes, the athletics itself is awesome and you want to appreciate the competition and everything that happens on the field and, and on the court or on the ice or, you know, you get it. But ultimately, what makes college sports so special is the community that it creates. It's being in the stands together. It's singing the fight songs. It's having pride in your university, in your town, in your team. And all of that that comes together, sports are ours. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there's a business side to sports and there always will be. And I get it. I'm not ignorant to that. But when it only becomes about the business and it only solely becomes about making money, what are we doing here? We're losing everything that, you know, we hold dearly when we do that. And I just, I hate it. Like we see it in so many leagues now and we almost saw it, you know, essentially kill European soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. I call it soccer. I'm American, but I just, I just hate it, man. It's, it's unfortunate to see greed, you know, just completely Trump what, what should be the main focus as a sports owner. And that's, you know, building something for your community. That was one of the things that I always really appreciated about Pat Bolin as the owner of the Denver Broncos. Yeah, he knew it was a moneymaker, but he also knew that the Broncos meant so much more to Denver, to Colorado, to the people. And that's why he was willing to spend a little bit to make sure that every single year they were competitive. And if they weren't competitive for a year, they damn well were going to be the next year. That's just, it's just a different mindset. I mean, I watched James Corden do a do a rant on his, you know, late show about the European thing. And he was just basically making a lot of these same points about how, you know, these rich owners that are so out of touch with these teams and, and the communities and the people that for decades have supported them. It's just a shame. It's just a shame. And in a lot of ways, it kind of reminded me you know, of, of how I feel about the Rocky situation. I get it's a little bit different, but I mean, you just have an ownership group that frankly doesn't care about how the fans feel and just sucks. Anyways, that's that's all I wanted to say. Um, I'm glad that the Super League is falling apart. Long story short, kind of funny that it fell apart on the same day that the trailer for Ted Lasso season two came out. I mean, if anybody could have brought down the, the Super League, it would be Ted Lasso, right? Just with his insane positivity but i just kind of wanted to give a couple of thoughts on that and briefly talk into it i know that's not what we typically discuss on this podcast all right let's let's jump right into the csu stuff uh, we're gonna get to football here in a second but cj rivers who has served as a graduate assistant on the colorado state men's basketball staff over the last two years has been named the video coordinator for loyola chicago definitely happy for cj i always got along really well with him you know during his time here i thought he was really personal. I thought he was a valuable member of the staff. And, you know, again, you know, losing guys like like him and JR who were very active on the court in practice, able to, you know, fill scout team type roles and and show by example. I mean, it was just such a stark difference from the, the type of coaching that there was on the previous administration. But obviously, you know, happy for CJ. That's what everybody's trying to do when you're a GA. You do that for a couple of years, you pay your dues and hopefully it pays off. Now he has an opportunity to uh, return to the Missouri Valley Conference where he played at Drake University, and uh, now he gets to coach for a rival. 
Uh, Drew Valentine, who was recently named head coach there, this is what he had to say on CJ Rivers. CJ is someone I am really looking forward to working with. As a former starting guard in the Valley, he will bring a special understanding and perspective to our staff. CJ has done a tremendous job at making the transition from player to coach, and I'm really excited about adding his energy to our staff. He will be a terrific resource for our players and staff, and I'm happy to have him with two feet in. Yeah, I mean, congrats, CJ Rivers. Great opportunity. We'll be rooting for him and, and happy that he landed in a good spot. I mean, that's kind of the dream, right? You you pay your dues and you get to go work for a program that consistently, you know, competes for the NCAA tournament. I mean, CSU should compete for the NCAA tournament next year as well, but a, a great opportunity for him. So shout out CJ. Happy for him. Wish him well. We'll be watching, you know, what he does as his career advances, you know, as we will with all these guys, you know, we don't have any ill will towards J.R. Blunt. I hope he kills it at Iowa State. I hope Dave Thorson kills it at Minnesota. These were all good dudes. They did things the right way when they were in Fort Collins, and they played a big role in the revival of the basketball program, which ultimately that's something we can all be thankful for. I mean, we knew how rough it was in those couple of years before there, and don't want to go back to those days. All right, we're going to um, transition into football in just a sec, but also... A little bit more hoops news. Um, Jalen Scott, one of the two Jalen signees for CSU men's basketball, has been named the West Valley Player of the Year. This guy is going to be a stud, man. It's, it's just one of those dudes that you can see, even at his young age, just plays the game differently. He sees the floor. He's very versatile. I mean, his mid-range game is absurd. Six foot three. Um, average 12 points, six assists, five rebounds, and 2.4 steals. So there's just kind of a nice little indication of everything that he can do. I'm so excited man, to see some of these dudes come in. Just the the future of this program is is so bright. It's it's unfortunate that we feel so drastically different about basketball and, and football moving forward. And again, I'm not trying to get everybody to panic on football just yet, but as I'll get into here in a second, the uh, the DB situation, man. Anyways, a uh, couple more things on Jalen Scott here. Uh, I got I pulled up an article from the ArizonaCentral.com, which you can check out by Richard Obert, um, talking about when he originally committed to play for CSU. Some c- quotes from his coaches: "He's a pass-first, selfless, old-school kind of guard, elite passer, and great athlete. He's a very smart player." and a kid who is going to make an impact right away. I mean, doesn't that sound like Isaiah Stevens? It just elite, elite passing. You love guys that are willing to come in and play within the system, play within the flow, not try and do too much. And that is exactly uh, what he's going to do. I mean, between the Jalen's both coming in and and Isaiah Rivera, Jacob Jennison, man, there is a lot of good young talent making its way uh, through Moby Arena. And it's going to be going to be fun to see it all develop. Yeah, I think that's about it for Hoops News. Uh, let's transition here into football. Talk about the uh, <laughs> talk about the, the topic that is at the forefront of everyone's discussion right now on CSU Twitter. And that is what the hell is going on? What what is happening? Where why are all the defensive backs leaving? And uh, the tricky part is that it's, it's really tough to say from afar. And I know that's not very satisfying response but the truth is you know the reasons that people transfer out tend to be unique i mean it could be 
scheme thing, playing time, you know, issues with the coaching staff, issues with the culture. It could be a matter of being homesick. It could just be so many different things. So I think you got to be careful. You don't want to generalize too much. And, and that's what, you know, my main point here, but it's definitely concerning. It's definitely concerning to see so many people from the same position group all deciding to move on. Um, yeah, going to keep talking about that. But I uh, take a quick break real quick and shout out some of our partners, starting with DraftKings Sportsbook. Masvidal and Uzman put on a show the last time they stepped into the octagon. Round two is sure to pack a punch. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is putting you in the center of this weekend's title fight with 26 to 1 odds on either title contender to reign victorious. All you gotta do, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app, pull up this weekend's UFC 261 title fight, DraftKings Sportsbook is gonna give you 26 to 1 odds on either one of those guys. That means if you bet $5 on either fighter to win and they walk out with the belt, you will cast one $130 in free bets. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is. And there's no better place to do it than DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if MMA is not for you. They've got great odds and offers on basketball, hockey, baseball, you name it. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up for your chance to turn $5 into $130 in free bets if the title contender of your choice wins, place your bets, watch the Fizz fly this weekend. Again, the code DNVR. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I also want to shout out the homies over at Manscaped and you know, hey you, yeah you, you got Bush, you definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor today, Manscaped. After using these life-changing products, you're going to win a ball sack beauty contest. Really says that. I'm looking out for you too because I have an exclusive 20% off discount. All you gotta do is use DNVR at manscaped.com. Guys, the ads are silly, but honestly, they are awesome products. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawn Mower 3.0. It's waterproof, got a cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. This is the best trimmer and the one to help you trim up your edges. The trimmer feature has a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. When you trim the hedges, the tree stands taller. With a perfect package or performance package purchase, you can get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, a $39 value. I love my travel bag, use it everywhere I go now. And the patented high performance, reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. Again, super comfy, super high quality, as is everything that Manscaped uses. Head over to manscaped.com, use the code DNVR, and you can get 20% off plus free shipping. Again, the code DNVR for 20% off and free shipping. Word, 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 word. All right, let's 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 just jump right back into it. Um, we've got a, a very alarming situation going on with the, with the football program, and it's just been a mass exodus from the DB room. 
Most recently, Lathan Adams, three-star cornerback out of DeSoto, Texas, a true freshman that early enrolled this spring, was a part of spring ball. He's already decided that he wants out. Um, Pretty shocking. I mean, like I said earlier, he was one of the guys that I highlighted as a young player that I expected to contribute right away. I expected him to get on the field. You know, I didn't think there was a ton of depth in front of him as is. Man, like, is it... Is this a, a joint decision by all these guys? You know, are they talking and man, we're leaving because of, you know, we don't like the coaching or we don't like what's going on. Is it a bunch of unique decisions? I mean, it's just tough to say, especially at that age, you know, Lathan Adams, he did, you know, come on this spring. And although it's it's not super common for people to transfer out that quickly, you know, maybe it's just a matter of him being homesick or, you know, not really enjoying the vibe of Fort Collins. You know, most of us, we love it in Fort Collins, but if you're coming from across the country, you know, the culture shock aspect can definitely, you know, be a big deal or, you know, maybe it's something, you know, an issue within the program from like a, you know, I, I hate using culture in that sense because I think it's kind of a cliche, but just, you know, maybe it is a culture issue within the program. It's, it is starting to get alarming though. It's just tough to say. Again, I'm not trying to make, you know, any bold statements like this is happening, this is happening, it's so wrong, but I don't know, man. At some point, they got to figure it out with with Adams transferring it out by my count. That's 11 defensive backs on the roster in safety and quarterback cornerback. Um, so, you know, not not just corner and half of them are freshmen. So eesh, eesh. Um, not good, not good. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Lathan Adams. It, it really wouldn't surprise me if he ended up back in Texas had nine total offers in high school, including Hawaii, uh, UNLV, Kansas, and SMU. Maybe he'll end up, uh, you know, at SMU in the Dallas area. Team up with Brandon Crossley, who left before last season. And, uh, you know, Crossley, he had a great year for SMU last year. 21 tackles, four picks, five pass deflections in nine games. I'm sure CSU fans would be pretty frustrated if they saw a, a SMU secondary of Lathan Adams and Brandon Crossley laying it up over the next couple of years, especially if the secondary, you know, continues to struggle in Fort Collins. And I mean, it's, it's always been an issue for CSU. I followed CSU football my entire life and there are like two or three secondaries of the last 20 years that were, you know, actually really consistent. And, and even then, like they still gave up some yards that 2014 secondary is probably the best that I can think of. And even then, like they, they had some liability issues at safety back in the day, as much as I liked Trent Matthews and KPL hard hitting dudes, they were not solid in coverage. They, they just weren't, they got burned a lot. Um, that called for a lot of unnecessary penalties, especially KPL, but very exciting. You know, two players I enjoyed watching this. I'm not trying to make this an, an anti them segment. Cause they're great Rams. You know, they stayed their whole career, played a bunch of games, helped play a role in the revival back then. But, you know, getting back to, to now with Lathan Adams, Keevan Bailey and Xavier Goldsmith all going out. I mean, those are three guys that I expected to be on the field quite a bit this season. You also lost Christian Cumber, Dejon Owens, uh, Blake left a while ago and Brennan's no longer on the roster. I, I guess you're going to have to hit the transfer market pretty hard, but at this point of the recruiting season, it's going to be kind of tough. It, it's always changing. I mean, as made evident with CSU DBs transferring out right now, it, it's always an ever-changing situation. I'm sure they'd be able to land somebody, but 
Oof, I don't know. Juco, maybe, or maybe you get lucky with a D1 guy that leaves late. They're just they're going to be in a rough spot because the depth in the secondary is just so thin. Like the pressure for Rashad Ajayi, Marshawn Cameron, Linwin Crump, uh, Logan Stewart, and some of these guys to not only stay healthy, but essentially stay on the field the entire time is going to be just so significant. I mean, those are guys that I talked about quite a bit yesterday, so I won't, you know, focus quite as much on as, as on them this time. But, you know, Logan Stewart, they're hoping that he's healthy. They're going to need him to be solid at safety. Henry Blackburn is a guy I'm really, really intrigued by. Had um, 23 tackles, one pass deflection in four games last year. You know, Taiwan Francis has shown a lot of versatility playing you know, like a hybrid box safety. He's dropped back and, you know, more of a, a two deep style as well. Maybe he has the ability to play like some slot corner uh, or, you know, nickel corner for you. He had 18 tackles and a pass deflection in three games last year. Jack Howell, again, you know, just a great athlete. Maybe you can stick him in the slot a little bit. Mikel Harvey, a redshirt sophomore who really hasn't seen the field yet. <laughs> it's just, that's my point, man. Like, once you get out of those top four or five guys, you're leaning heavily, heavily on guys that really have not played a lot of significant football. And don't get me wrong, I think I think Blackburn and Jack Howell have the potential to be as good as, you know, any defensive back that's come through the program in the last couple of years. But the depth is the depth is alarming. It's very alarming. And I'll be intrigued to see you know what steve adazio has to say about it whenever we do get to talk to him next again it's just so weird because with the expectations of the defense being pretty solid you know going into the fall you would think a lot of these guys would want to be a part of that i mean you've got everyone came back in the front seven you know they should be stacked they should rush the quarterback really well i mean as a defensive back that's kind of dream right like, there's nothing worse than being a corner with a defensive line that can't get after the quarterback because you're just running around in coverage all day. I don't get it. I don't get it. And and I'm just as confused as a lot of you guys are on what's happening. And again, I've talked to, you know, a lot of my media friends that are around the team as well. And we're all just like, man, what is what is happening? We have not seen an exodus like this in one position group so quickly. It's weird. Maybe you can get another temple transfer. I don't know. <laughs> Boston, any more Boston College guys want to come over? I, I'm just at a loss for words, guys. I'm, not, I really am. It's, it's concerning. It's very concerning. And if they don't add two, at least two, if not like three DBs before the fall, I'm, I am not going to be very high on their potential. That's just being honest. I, I just think it's tough, especially in the modern game with all of these offenses, the way that they spread you out. You know, there are teams in the Mountain West that are going to throw 50 plus times a game. You got to play Boise next year. They're going to have a great passing offense. You got to play Nevada with Carson Strong coming back. I think they're going to have the best passing offense in the conference. One of the best passing offenses in the country, potentially even. I mean, it's it's going to be tough. If you can't defend through the air in modern football, you're just going to be screwed. And, you know, like we talked about a lot during spring ball, that was the one area they were really focused on improving. Maybe they drilled it so hard in spring ball, these guys just didn't like it. That I, I don't know, but it's alarming and it's alarming. And we're going to have to wait and see how the staff responds. You know, if they're able to fill it or adjust or, you know, move some guys positions. I don't. 
<laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, we'll obviously continue to monitor it and evaluate it. And I will, you know, reach out to people and dig deep. And hopefully I can find some information for you guys on what's happening. But I just I didn't want to come on to this podcast and bullshit you guys and throw a bunch of crap out there. Like the truth is, I I don't know what the heck is happening. It's it's concerning, though. All right, I think that's about it for today. Um, make sure you're keeping up every day with all our Rams content, draft content. I'm going to have another season interview basketball piece coming up. Going to start diving into football as well uh, from a written perspective. Really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to writing some features, doing some video breakdown type stuff. Obviously, you know, wherever Warren goes, we'll dive into all that. Going to be fun. Going to be fun. That's all I've got for you today. I'm Justin Michael. Thank you for listening to the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Peaches out Peace. of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water together, make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be.